This is an Area Code podcast. Once Sergeant Jefferson and I are gone, Peralta will be the officer in command. Jake in charge, no look five. Woo! That's not your hand. Don't worry about Jake. He's going to do great. He can be very responsible. Okay, the elevator door is the goal. Try and score on me. All right, it's noon. We're going home. See you later, Boss Genie. Hi, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We love pop culture. And we love the Enneagram. We are obsessed. That's why we're hosting a podcast where we can get it all out of our system. This is No Chill Enneagram Watch Party. A safe space for Enneagram and pop culture fanatics. And a pretty great idea for a podcast. Everybody, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> That's a new greeting. I know, I'm experimenting. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're appreciative of all of you out there um, because, you know, we need we need a committed fan base to make this work. Um, hmm. And you're here, and so that means we succeeded. Um, yep. My name is Richard Clark. <laughs> I'm a four. And I'm here, as usual, with Bethany Perkins. Hey, Bethany. Hey, I'm a two. two. Okay, good. We got that out of the way. And then we have a very special guest today. Her name is Samantha. Forgot your last name. Stevenson. Stevenson. That's it. That's it. I knew She's a returning guest, too. A returning guest, Samantha Stevenson, from the Enneacast um, which you co-host with Jesse Eubanks, who is also a guest on this show. He talked about the Marvel Comics universe. Um, so you're uh, you're the other half of the Enneagram cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Today we're talking about <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine, everyone's favorite cop show. Yeah, it is. Now that Cops has been canceled, in two senses of the word, which is fun. Yeah, um, yeah. It's fun when show TV shows actually are the things getting canceled for cancel reasons, cancel culture reasons. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. Unfortunately, that's happened to Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> Only a little Is it bit, though. though? Only we don't a know bit. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, can we talk about this? Well, yeah. we should. Let's talk about this now. People know what the show is. So, if mm-hmm. you're listening to this and you don't know what the show is, like, why? Um, but Brooklyn Nine Nine is a cop show, and I guess at the time we're recording this, they announced they're going to have like an abridged season. What eight? Mm-hmm. Eight season eight. Yeah. A lot of people are upset that it didn't end on nine, like season nine, episode nine. But it mm. is what it is, I guess. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Those people are OCD. Yeah, yeah that's a little that's ridiculous. A little much, but yeah. yeah, yeah, season eight will be their last little two episodes, and it will come out hopefully in the fall. So, can we talk about whether we think it needed to end because of everything that's happened in the last few years, or I everything that's come to light? I would I just say, say in the like it needs to end because of that, but I feel like it's just getting like increasingly more awkward. Yeah, and like yeah. harder to deal with like and as a, if i were the people creating this show i would be like yeah it's it's time to 
Mm-hmm. And this because you can either ignore it and just mm-hmm. not acknowledge what's going on but i feel like shows don't really do that these days and yeah. sometimes i wish that they would actually like i don't want to see yeah i don't want to see people going through covid on tv so the shows. problem with that <laughs> bethany is that the show is about cops yeah i feel yeah. like I feel like like it's fine to ignore. I I think escapism is good. It's fine to ignore all the bad stuff, but like yeah, yeah. But Brooklyn Nine Nine isn't one to ignore. They've they've tackled a, an yes. element of police brutality with like some things that happened with both Holt and and Terry. They've tackled yeah. sexuality. They've tackled like sexism in the workplace. So I think that yeah. from a writer's standpoint huh. and what they've put out, they 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 think of it from like a creative like package. And I think that for them, they've told the story they wanted to tell and to keep telling the same story over and over again would be a disservice to the story itself. So oh, the same people that did the good place and parks and rec in the office are still behind Brooklyn nine, nine. And I think that those shows are examples of like ending while the fans still wanted more, you know, mm-hmm. like the good place ended mm-hmm. after four seasons and mm-hmm. they could have kept doing the thing, but they were like, no, we don't want to like run this into the ground. So yeah. I think from a purely creative standpoint, take the content aside and like the subject matter. I think that the writers kind of did what they needed to do. And if they, they don't want to become like a syndicated thing that has 5,000 episodes, like that's not yeah. like, I don't think the people that are in the business, like want to spend their careers doing that thing. Yeah. yeah. And I that's respect a, that. Yeah when they make that decision yeah that's actually really encouraging to hear i think i'm on like season three or four um mm-hmm. right now and like it's the palm coast one where they have to go like be uh yes. in witness protection and i yeah. feel like um so far the show is very escapist like extremely escapist mm-hmm. in the yes. way that it approaches these things and in fact like those first the three-part palm coast episodes mm-hmm. are like remarkable in the ways that they downplay what gun violence is like for instance and like Mm -hmm. just that kind of thing um and so it's it's actually really encouraging to hear that they go there in in future episodes yeah i mean i would describe it as a a pretty progressive show like they have a Mm. diverse cast both like in ethnicity and like sexuality and and they have I think really unique representations of mm-hmm. all of those people. Like H- Captain Holt is not in any way like your typical gay character. Yeah. Like he's really on interesting. A, a yeah. Sitcom yeah. kind of show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll and get neither... into this later, but like they read as cartoons, but they feel three dimensional over time, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they feel yes. actually pretty deep. Which is like an impressive thing to pull off, I think, in a yes, comedy show. They, I think, you know, and it's it's easy in our in our case to kind of type them on the onset because it's like they are kind of caricatures. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like as the season progresses, we get to hear more of their backstory and they get to go through harder things together and, and yeah. we kind of get to see the dimensions and the depth and even like take like we can get into the typing and stuff later but like hitchcock and scully on the mm-hmm. surface have like pretty one-dimensional like character development they're like yeah you know on the brink of retirement just like sitting around not yeah. doing a whole lot but like we get to even see some of their story unfold and it's like really huh. encouraging so yeah it's just just cool to to kind of 
let it kind of unfold in, in front of us. I'm just really pumped to watch the rest of Brooklyn Nine-Nine at this really point. Good. It's really good. Which is so good. funny because I won't be able to watch it for a very long time because mm-hmm. I'm also watching in tandem New Girl. This just happened to be the case. And at some point oh. I realized there's a crossover episode. Yes, and there I've decided, is. I've decided I have to watch them next to each other. So yes. I still have like two seasons of New oh, Girl to get through. Oh, that's going to be so exciting for you. Yeah. <laughs> I All love the reviews those are episodes. like, this was dumb. Like this was a no. dumb. Um, it's not dumb. I'm okay, telling good. you. Good. No, it's well, fun. Um, well, let's go to our first segment. It's called Describe That Thing in Nine Words. All right. I want to go first because I never go first. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't really care, but I'm just saying I never go first, so I'll go first. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a bunch of good-hearted <laughs> goofs fight some crime together. Aww. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, Samantha, you want to go? Yeah. I said Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it's like all of your friends became wholesome cops. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wholesome cops. Yeah. That is good. If only. Yeah. Bethany? New York police officers solve crimes and be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I know. be funny. It's inspired. It's... <laughs> I can tell yeah. you worked on that all night long. Yeah. I did for hours, actually. Do we have anything to say about any of that? I feel like we covered it. We covered it. It's not like, yeah, it's just a cop show and a comedy, and it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. It, it's very simple in like format. Like, it's got the opener of like, there's been a crime, and then they solve, like, then the middle is like, they work mm-hmm. the crime, then they solve the crime. But like, every single time, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so smart. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. I laugh so freaking hard watching this show. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have a show, too, that like doesn't go into like serious, pretentious space very often mm-hmm. um, because I like I need a show that just is like I don't have to really pay attention to if I don't feel like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like that's that show. But when I very... pay attention to it, I'm glad that I did. You know, yeah, it has a very seven feel overall. Yes. All right. Speaking of seven feel, let's get to that. Let's type the people in that thing. All right. Um, So I've got the characters pulled up. I'm just going to run through them. And I think we should start with Andy Samberg's character, Jake Peralta. Jake Peralta. Mm -hmm. Um, We all agree he's seven? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, that was... But, it's I mean, the easiest. Is there yeah. anything we need to say about that other than I, I would only say he's I present like he presents his seven wing eight like early on, but then like yeah. I think as the series progresses, he like develops his like six side and he becomes really like well balanced. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so like loyalty, stability, mm-hmm. security, thinking mm-hmm. through decisions, like less yeah. impulsivity. Like he kind of gets like a little t- toned down. Still like you know spontaneous and like you know quick thinking, but mm-hmm. less of the like. I'll do anything by any means necessary. I'm going to go now and run through this building, even though it's on fire. Like there's less of that kind of happening. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I love yeah. that. Um, there's just a lot of him like, like in that show is like wanting to have experiences because they're cool to have. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like wanting to, and you can tell that's why he became a cop. Cause he like wants to have cop moments, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, which is yeah, problematic. And- so I'm glad that he's matured over time. Yeah. And he has that like, 
Michael Scott thing where like he should be completely incompetent, but he's not. Like he's actually a really good cop. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, like he's he is good at what he does, but I feel like he shouldn't be, but he is. Yeah, he's right more often than like his coworkers want him to be, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. like, for real, Jake was right. Like yeah. there's just a sense of like he just like puts the pieces together in his head really quickly. And I see that that like happening for my seven friends, they're just like really, really quick thinking. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it like often pays off for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Um Rosa Diaz. Rosa. Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. I'm um, interested in this one a little bit. I think I know where we're at, but okay, so I was watching the show and like taking notes like like a nerd, but mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she's an eight, but like honestly, she's got really like secrecy issues, so I don't know. And uh-huh. then there was like a thing um where Jake was asking her for some advice about dating, and it's in like season two or three, and she just says to him, I don't know. I don't ask people out. I just tell them where we're going. <laughs> she's like, That's oh, eight. Oh, cool. She's an eight. <laughs> like, she's yeah. an eight. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely it's hard for me to imagine that she would be anything else. Like, what would yeah. be the other number, if anything? I think five. Huh. But, like, but I can got, see a little yeah. bit of that, like, anti-personal thing. Yeah. But, Antisocial. Yeah. A bit. Oh, that's the secrecy thing. Like and like the, the extreme the, privacy yeah. and like fake names yeah. and like. But I you know, think stuff that, like that the privacy and the secrecy that absolutely can be a five thing. But I think that for her, it's because she's always protecting herself. Like she does not want to be vulnerable with people. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for her. So I think that's her motivation behind it, which is it keeps her in control eight. of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. What about Terry Jeffords? Terry. I find, it, I find it incredible that they named him Terry. They named yeah, his character I know. Terry. I know. Ter- Terry Crews's character is named Terry. He's kind of. I don't know. Obviously, Terry Crews personally, but I, I feel do. like Terry Where, is He's him. my uncle. I feel oh, like okay. he's just being himself in this show. It At feels least that that's way, what yeah. I want mm-hmm. to believe. Totally. Well, even like when he hosted like America's Got Talent, I'm like, oh, Terry Jefferson's a kind of sidekick. He's like a host <laughs> of, a, of a talent show. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think. I, what do you guys think he is? Because I like he's been the hardest for me to like figure out. I very much think he's a two. That's what I thought. Yes, oh, I think he's a two, and I think that's part of the comedy of his character. Is it's just funny to create mm-hmm. like he's this huge intimidating man, like Who's so a teddy bear. strong. But yeah. yeah, he's a teddy bear, and he yes. He loves people and he wants to help people and he's very sensitive and he loves his family and he's like all about his family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think Terry's a two. Yeah, the family thing falls in line with that. I guess I thought of him as a one mainly because of his like um, obsession with like fitness and, and like he just seems to want to do things right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But two I could see him one. having a wing, a yeah, one. I thought he was yeah. a two wing one at first, but then I was thinking like, he's probably just a healthy two with like equal wings because he's got that like mm. effective, like I'm going to, you know, work hard and get some things done. And I want to hold you guys to the standard of like excellence and efficiency. So I think he's just like a really well balanced two. like even like to mm-hmm. the, like his shadow side, like we see the him struggling with like pride and like lack of boundaries. And like, so I, yeah, I was like watching it thinking, what is Terry? And I was like, oh, he's a two. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a two, I think. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't imagine this one could be anything other than a one. Amy Santiago. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. No question. Classic, I, like class. Uh, what's the word? Like teacher's, teacher's pet, pet overachiever. Vibe, yeah, teacher's overachiever. Pet. Yeah. I watched that episode recently where they're like trying to do bomb squad, um, and she wants to ace the bomb squad. You mm-hmm. know, and like that's a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh, and I definitely think her motivation is just to be good and mm-hmm. right. I don't yeah. think it's about like. I thought about like three for her just because of the overachieving thing. But like, I don't think she, she does not care about her image. She's not cool. Yeah. Like at all. She's just a giant. It's about that thing in her head, that crit, that, that inner, inner Mm -hmm. critic in her head that Mm -hmm. she's trying to address. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she's like really preoccupied with what Holt thinks of her. I think Mm because she's like, Because he's the ultimate, like, he's got so much, like, critique-ness to him. Like, uh-huh. he can, he could hold all the cards for her, but also he's just, like, so cool and elusive that, like, she's mm-hmm. just like, I need to figure him out. I need him to, like, like me, and I'm just going to work really hard and be perfect. And, yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that, like, it's not, like, where Sixes struggle with authority for, like, safety and security, I think for her, like, she's just wanting him to, like, like her and so yeah i was i that the palm coast episode um is is it palm coast or palm beach palm springs or, i don't know palm palm springs. Springs is a movie he's in i know what you're yeah, talking that's about true. oh yeah um, but that 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 is when the new um guy comes in and he sucks like he he has no experience but he just gives everyone everything they yes. want like terry yeah. gets his yogurt fridge and stuff <laughs> and she is the only one who is like this is not okay mm-hmm. like we're getting everything we want but this is not right yeah. this is not correct mm-hmm. um and i find that to be and what's really interesting about that episode is that she never says like we like people will die <laughs> like the stakes are never acknowledged which is like a trend in this show like this mm-hmm. the actual real world stakes yeah. of like a bad cop department is never yeah. acknowledged mm-hmm, but to true. me that would have been the first thing i said especially if i was a one in that situation is like mm-hmm. people will die because we have a bad <laughs> right um what's the word i'm looking for like captain? lieutenant captain yeah we have yeah. a bad captain I don't yeah. know. I don't know what words are. I don't know what yeah. titles are. In art. I don't know any rankings. Like, tell me you're whatever, and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, cool. <laughs> I don't know. Higher than me. Yeah. Uh, Bethany's an Enneagram lieutenant, actually. Yes, yeah, I am. In the- <laughs> On my way to becoming chief. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually Sergeant, like, higher Sergeant than lieutenant or not. But... Sergeant Enneagram. Oh, yeah. Man. Sergeant Enneagram. <laughs> All yes. right. Let's. T- I'm excited about this one. Let's talk about Charles Boyle. <gasps> Boyle, oh. I'm. I'm reacting this way to every character. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I love know, them all. all very I love them all. <laughs> yes. What do you think, Richard? I think six. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Right yeah. He is it's, absolutely a six. It's uh really great in a way. Like he. I mean, he is the sort of like, I mean, this is another instance of the sort of quote unquote pathetic six character, right? Um, but yeah. he is, he becomes extremely lovable in his life. Oh, I love him. Loyalty. Yes, to the... he is devoted. Yeah. 
like he just to loves Jake, everyone. To Jake only. <laughs> to Jake. To Jake yeah, only. it's yeah. like Jake above all else. That's yeah. true. Yeah, like Jake, which is and, so and interesting. And you know, it's that... because like Jake, sh- sh- like was grinned at him one day, like mm-hmm. way back yeah. years ago, and it just stuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know how realistic that dynamic is between a six and a seven. Mm. Um, because, because a six-wing yeah. seven, I could see that. Like a six-wing yeah, seven. Because I think they I bond do. a lot over, like, the fun things that they get to do. That's true. Yeah. And I think that I wrote that Charles is, like, the classic, like, beta male. <laughs> like, he's, yes. and he's totally cool with not being the alpha. And I think, yeah. like, you, if you're a seven, if you've got that kind of, like, energy to you, you kind of need people around you that, like, aren't going to step into that spotlight with you. Absolutely. And I think that, like, they're both kind of cool with their stances that they're taking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, with a relationship between a six and a seven, I feel like it's all about the power dynamic. If the six has the power, then they're not going to get along. If the yeah. seven has the power... They'll, they're probably fine, depending on like where the six is with what's going on and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Raymond Holt. I, I don't know. A, I think he's a five wing four. I agree. Huh. Yep. I. Huh. I mean, I didn't get. I didn't go into thinking about his wing, but I do think he's a five. Yeah, I think he has to be a five wing four, like only because of his like aestheticism even though like not like visually like he and not mm-hmm. like you know taste wise he eats like toast for breakfast and like and he's perfectly <laughs> fine with like bland oatmeal and stuff but like yeah his, i think he has similar standards that fours kind of have with just like people and like he's a fancy pants yeah he can That's be a right. fancy pants he loves classical music he liked that, yeah. that he was excited about that cello player or whatever that one time I yeah, was. I have been like binge watching Brooklyn Nine Nine in these last couple of days to get prepared for this. And there was a scene I cannot at all remember what episode or even season, but he. Well, it must have been in the seventh season because he. It's when he gets demoted, like down to like a regular cop. Rich hasn't seen it. I know. Yeah, it is spoilies, but that's okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine because I want to tell this example that I'm trying to tell. It's, it's fine because I'm doing it. Anyway, he pretends to like eat some street food, but he doesn't know what it is. And so he gives it some like super fancy name, like um Oh my gosh, what was it? I'm not there uh, yet. I've been binge watching and I'm glad you told this example so you could get to oh my it's gosh, so what bad. was it? I know. I just ruined it because I, I quicker, can't remember. Like I have like a succinct one that I remember. It's he has okay. an antique globe collection and I think that that's very like five wing four. Like Yes, yes. Like he's yeah. like a curator of like a very specific <laughs> thing and that like is a so private true. thing that mm-hmm. he has like off to the side in his house and I just thought whenever I saw that episode, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was right. Like, he's That's lovely. I love that. I feel like this is going to make me love the show more as I'm watching it. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, you will. You will. His cock and Scully. I don't know how to take them apart. Like, they feel like they're the same. Yeah. They are I the same. Yeah. Or do they mind. ever have distinctions between their individual characters? Because right now, like, they are fully in sync all the time, which is um, wild. There's a flashback episode where you get to kind of see them, like, in the 80s, and that was really cool to watch. Um, uh-huh. But 
they pretty much go together on purpose. I think Hitchcock's is a, is a nine eight, and I think Scully's a nine one. That's my only like, Ooh, like deep yeah. I had them both as nines, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I love and it. That's perfect. Yeah, Hitchcock is more like short fused, impulsive, like quick to like jump at people with. But he's pretty reserved most of the time. And then Scully's more apologetic and kind of has his head in the clouds more. Mm-hmm. So wow! <laughs> I told you guys did my research. So I love it. Very familiar with this television show. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Okay, Gina. Gina. I think this is the last one. Yeah, this is the last one. Yeah, Gina. Gina's a three. Gina's a three. Oh, really? Interesting. A very, unhe- a very unhealthy three, but three a wing three four, I think. <laughs> yep. Not unhealthy a wing three. two. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not a wing two. Not a wing two. Not yeah. a wing two. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how is she not an eight? How is she not a seven? Oh, she's all about image. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But she is- you would think she would try harder. Like, she's very upfront about how bad she is at her job in some ways. Like, that's, that's yeah, because that's like not unhealthy. important to her. Yeah. Her job, being successful at her job is not what's important to her. But I think, like, being successful in, like, I don't know, like, Instagram or, like, in her social circles <laughs> is the thing that's important to her. She's she's cool. Like, yeah, she's just cool. I feel like I've gotten myself into a situation on this episode where I can't argue with that. But I will say that that does not jive with certain things that I've seen in the last few seasons I've watched in terms of... Like, there are moments where sh- it is revealed that she is actually very good at her job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but she's not, she actually is actively trying to hide that in some ways. Like, she's yeah. very coy about it. Yes. It just doesn't, I don't get that. Like, I don't get how that can be a three. Okay, this is how. Because Gina wants to be perceived in a certain way, which is that she doesn't try and she doesn't care. Mm -hmm. If she were to be earnest and be good at her job, that would ruin her image. Yeah. If she was just like trying hard all the time. Yeah. And and, and maybe she, yeah. Think about Amy Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, think of her in comparison to, like, the Amy Santiago of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's constantly picking and nagging at Amy because she does not want to be anything like her. She oh, is, yes. like, diametrically opposed to, like, all that Amy is and represents. Yes. And I don't I don't think it's from a jealous point. I think it's from, like, a, like, I will never, <laughs> like, do that. Like, yeah. I will be many things, threes, but I will never be that. Yeah. Threes never want people to see them trying. They want to appear effortless effortless yeah huh but they are trying yeah. all the time oh yes they're trying harder than most of us okay so and and i'm i'm with you now i one other thing i'll say in support of that is like do you think it has something to do with what her job is that she feels like if she was seen as successful at that job that job would define her because isn't she essentially an assistant yeah for yeah. the captain like maybe yeah, she aspires she to something else i mean she clearly aspires to something else right like this is mm-hmm. not her passion which you've alluded mm-hmm. to but like i i wonder if that's like a three working at a gas station you know mm-hmm. yeah Basically. yeah it is definitely it's beneath her and her intelligence and her skills and abilities 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think she looks at her coworkers and sees that they've kind of arrived at where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And she definitely still feels like she's on the journey. Like early episodes, like show that she's like going back to school to get her degree. And like, wow. you know, she's like doing all this stuff and she's just like behind the scenes, like striving and working really hard. And she doesn't want anybody to know because mm-hmm. she like, isn't really on their level and it really gets to her, but she has to like posture herself in such a way where she's just like super cool and makes fun of everybody because she's yeah. like, you know, she can even play the like civilian versus cop card if she wanted to, mm-hmm. but really it's about like mm-hmm. they're in their careers and she's just like a secretary. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Not that Man. secretaries aren't like careers, but you know, for her, it's not her end game. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. amazing. That's cool. Okay. Uh, well, uh, it's time for our next segment. It's called Life Advice. Life Advice <laughs> Through the Lens of the Enneagram. This will be hard because you haven't seen most of it, Richard. That's true. Um, I mean, can yeah. No, Should I just give life advice and then you guys tell me, say something like, ooh, <laughs> like that? Yeah, yeah, do it. Okay. So um, I, I do find Peretti's character really interesting. Um, what's her name again? Gina Linetti's character really interesting, especially in terms of what we talked about there. And I think what I would say to her is to um, th- is that you can – you can actually uh, earn a lot of. I hate this. I feel so. <laughs> I hate this so much. I love it. <laughs> um, I think. I think it, that uh, actually caring is earns more respect than not caring. And I would yeah. love to see her start to care in a mm-hmm. way that is true to her character and stuff. But like, I, I in a lot of ways, I relate to her. I think that's some a struggle I've had. Um, over the years, maybe as someone with a, four, a three wing, right, where mm-hmm. um, if I found myself in a situation that I felt was, quote unquote, beneath me, I might use that coping mechanism. Um, yeah. So I think but I think caring is is the best way to sort of like both not just like get out of a situation you don't want to be in or like level up or whatever, but also just to find out what you actually are good at and care mm-hmm. about. Um, yep. Who else should I give life advice to? Hitchcock and Scully. Hitchcock and Scully. Okay. (laughs) Um, You know, I think they're doing it right. (laughs) No. No. They're killing it right now. No, No, guys. Hitchcock and Scully. Lives are on the line. And you're just goofing off. What the hell? People are dying out there. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah, that's how I feel about them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like speak to that a little bit because I, as a nine, relate to Hitchcock and Scully in a weird way. Like, I'm oh, not like yeah. a, I don't I'm not like we... a near retirement cop or anything, but like, <laughs> yeah. But I definitely can kind of sit and let the world unfold before me and mm. let it kind of, even if the stakes are high, I'm just kind of like, well, somebody else will tend to it. Like, there's a there's, yeah. look at all the Jakes Terry. In the world. There's always a Terry. Look at all the Terrys. Yeah. Like yeah. so, I think for them and Rich, I don't know if you've seen this episode where they like get to kind of go back in time a little bit, but. Like I said, to like remind themselves of like their past victories and that they still have time for more. Like you, like for nines, I think we kind of get stuck in like in a different type of nostalgia where we're like, life was so much better whenever I was blah, blah, blah. But uh-huh. like, I think uh-huh. that like we have a whole life ahead of us, even though Hitchcock and Scully are near retirement, they can still be great cops and 
like, I think for them, like, it's just about like remembering who they were and recognizing that not much has changed yeah. and they mm-hmm. can still be whoever they want to be. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to talk. I don't know if I have a specific advice for her, but Amy feels tortured to me to the, to the point where I yeah. want to give her advice, you know? <laughs> yeah. She is tortured. Um, she makes yeah. me sad, honestly, like her character makes me sad to watch I, I can't imagine i mean it's like the opposite of gina where you just care so much yeah about it, maybe the wrong she things. really is the opposite of gina <clears throat> yeah like mm-hmm. yeah yeah maybe her and gina clearly, should just hang out maybe that's our advice she's tortured by her inner critic like her inner critic is clearly not letting her relax for one second of her life yeah and that has yeah. to be hard yeah 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 that's cool so i think the thing that's cool (laughs) i'm sorry i got distracted because of what i'm about to say which is that (laughs) which is that i think i'm realizing like we don't have a good way of ending no chill enneagram anymore like like every time this is like an awkward segment to end on i feel like don't you okay let's give it um how many stars out of nine stars do we give this show (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna give it seven out of nine, which is more of like yeah. an eight out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give it seven out of nine too. What do you I think? Thoroughly enjoy Samantha. it. Oh, Sam. it's at least a nine for me. Like it's just like it's, you know, I, I at least it. a nine at out of nine. nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, out wow. of nine. To be clear, I knew what the scale was, and I, I know that it's that. a nine out of nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, ex- I'm it's sad. It's a perfect it's show for you. Perfect show, uh-huh. yeah, basically. I, it's like what you were saying earlier about like the escapism thing. Like I, I think I watched it like when I needed to kind of escape and, and it's, it's fun to go back to now, like and rewatch because I am still like, even though I know how the case is going to get solved or whatever, like mm-hmm. I'm just like the way that they wrote it is so unique and so smart. And like, I never would have saw that coming unless I watched it before. Like I just, mm-hmm. I think it's really creative and like, I'm yeah, I don't have any qualms with it. Yeah. All right. It's good. Well, now they just need to uh, make cops better and um, come back in 40 years when that's done. And yeah, we can watch it again. You mean in real life, make cops better? <laughs> yes. And then we can have this show again? Yes, <laughs> correct. You hear that, years? Biden? It's going to take 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my estimate. Probably. Yeah. At Probably. least if we get on it right now, like we do serious reform, mm-hmm. 40 years, we'll be good. <clears throat> yeah. No Chill Enneagram is an Area Code production. It is hosted by Richard Clark and Bethany Perkins. Look, Richard's a four. He needs your affirmation. And Bethany's a two. She needs your love. Follow us and send us your thoughts on Twitter at No Chill Enneapod and Instagram at No Chill Enneagram. Do you, uh, are you a Selena Gomez fan? Ooh, not really. Sorry. <laughs> I don't hate her. I just don't, I wouldn't know, like, if you put a song on, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I love this song. Like, I probably What about, it. what if out if you heard a song that went, Look at it now. What's a girl? <laughs> I mean, you guys are enticing. So that's, yeah. I have to reconsider. But if we I had do a nickel a for the, how, how often I've heard that. This is an Area Code Podcast.